Welcome to the New Entertainment System Podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 26 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You may know her from her Let's Plays on YouTube or her podcast, Play More Games, where she discusses games amongst friends. She's a Miley Cyrus stan, a Last of Us fan, (laughs) and an expert at making weird noises while playing games. It's Patches Plays Games. How are you doing today? I'm doing so great. That was the best intro ever. Wow. I love it. I love it. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, what have you been playing lately? Oh, my God. So I'm the queen (laughs) of starting so many games and it's taking like a year for me to actually finish them because mm-hmm. I just, Hell yeah. I want like just a little taste, you know, and then I'll get into it. And I uh, just started Fallen Order, Jedi Fallen Order, and I am loving that. Uh, I'm in the middle of like the Evil Within 2, middle of like little nightmare stuff I really just need to catch up on. But um, other than that, just, you know, about 15 other games, it's going to take all morning for me. Right, now. exactly. Yeah, the bad... <laughs> The backlog, like FOMO, is is real. Like there are so many games that I need to play that I probably will never play. I bought like when we're recording this, it's just after Thanksgiving, so like I mm-hmm. I, I bought so many things on the eShop that I'm probably never gonna play. But hey, like <laughs> sp- spent about a hundred dollars on some Nintendo games. So yeah, I'm basically right, just yeah. playing either Destiny or Pokemon at this point, and I'm just going between one or the other depending on how I'm feeling. But this is not a podcast about games that actually exist. This is a podcast where a robot makes us video games. So it's now time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never-before-seen game. And today, uh, oh boy. Okay. I'm so nervous. So I, <laughs> I, I have one here that's that's very bad, but I think we can goof on it pretty good. Good. Um, I've never sweat so much on a podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready for more stress because today's game is a Five Nights at Freddy's game that is a cooking game, but there's permadeath. So, Oh, thank God. This is so up my alley. What are you talking about? This is amazing. <laughs> oh, I would put money towards that right away. Patches is on board. We got Patches on board. Okay. Take my money. So... So here's what I'm thinking. This is just Chuck E. Cheese Simulator 2019. <laughs> um, so I, I think that, like, I don't know shit about the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, if any exists. I know there's, like, 20 games and, like, an RPG and a book or and, like... Mm-hmm. They're making a movie and whatever. I, I I kind of have an idea for where we can like at least kick the ball rolling because I think I already also have a title in mind when I think about this. Oh man, kick the fucking ball, Pele! I'm doing. It. I'm just gonna run up, just kick the shit out of it. So <laughs> you are a worker at this particular place at Freddy's. I don't fucking know. That's an actual restaurant, actually. TGI Freddy's. <laughs> oh Freddy's. my! I like God. the I like the name Five Shifts at Freddy's. <gasps> where you're like an actual like server or like a cook or something at this like haunted restaurant or this place that's just really fucked up. Okay. Beautiful. Still, you have my attention. Have my take my money. So you are a line chef or a sous chef at TGI <laughs> at TGI Freddy's where you will be making uh maybe you're you're making food for the animatronics. Like oh, I love, I like, I or just, just make some weird angle on it. But there's a permadeath angle here, which is maybe you start out with. It's sort of like working a real uh, restaurant slash kitchen job, where you know you have 
at the beginning of when you get hired, there's like a group there and like slowly mm -hmm. after, as time goes on, people just, you know, in, but instead of like getting fired or quitting, they actually die in this game. <laughs> and so maybe you're managing, you know, a crew at TGI Freddy's where you're going to be making the food. Um, but if you make bad food, the the weird uh, chicken robot will like come and kill one of like, oh, dang it, like done killed my salad guy or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we it'll be like maybe it's like Cooking Mama or something like that where you have to be making, you know, cuz the Five Nights at Freddy's games are, you know, there's a lot of like weird tedium that like you get focused on of like checking the cameras or making sure the door is there or shining the flashlight or whatever. And so maybe we mm -hmm. translate those mechanics into cooking where it's like, okay, you're sauteing or you're What's that VR game that that you're like? Is it jo not job simulator? What's that VR game where you're having to like look around you and? Yeah, there's there's like job there's job simulator. I yeah. think there is a cooking simulator or something also. But yeah, I, so, I know what you're talking about. I went to VR and okay. for some reason I think it's just mm -hmm. because of the last Five Nights at Freddy things Freddy like style. I, I was the VR one, which is awesome by the way. If y'all right. ever want to get on that, um, <laughs> but I was either thinking of that where you were doing like a like a, the job simulator, but you're also having to avoid the animatronics while you're either cooking for them. I guess if we're going on the the. But mm -hmm. I was also when you said cooking, I went to Overcooked, and okay. what if you're <laughs> what if you're <laughs> Doing the whole chaotic mess that is overcooked, but also trying to avoid the animatronics. I love that. I like that a lot. <laughs> I love too. that a lot. I think I think that's really good that you're you know you're gonna be you and maybe it's like cooperative you know kind of like yeah. the, the overcooked where you are you know I'm gonna get the steak ready you get the salad ready and don't die <laughs> like because <laughs> you know overcooked like. There's there's such a weird like ramp up of steaks in that no pun intended where you're in a you're in a kitchen making stuff and then like all of a sudden you're on like a moving raft and there's like an earthquake or there's like a oh, volcano yeah. in between mm -hmm. you or whatever but this time you're gonna die and if your teammates die that's permadeath you can't you can't use that controller port on the GameCube anymore because <laughs> it's permadeath your you system can't. fucking breaks <laughs> oh my god I, maybe not that extreme but like you know maybe you have like a pool of 20 people mm -hmm. that all have different <laughs> skills and stuff like that, that you can, that you can have as your, I, I don't know why this is the busiest TGI Freddy's of all time, but you have 20 <laughs> people in the kitchen and as you mess up or it might not even be messing up, maybe it's just like a random thing where, you know, Chica or Bonnie or whatever comes in and is just like, guess what? We're going to eat your dishwasher or whatever. And then it's like, oh shit. Now I got to cook the oh. steak and wash the dishes or something like that. And they start and, taking your appliances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the appliances are haunted or something like that. I don't know how the like I don't know what haunts what in these games, but yeah. um and so plot-wise, you're just trying to live like Cam was saying five shifts at Freddy's and you're getting your your one week paycheck. That's sort of how these games end up going, but I wonder how I wonder if we can like galaxy brain some sort of lore thing. <laughs> So I'm thinking, so every time I think about permadeath, I immediately jump to roguelikes because that's all I fucking play anymore. Right. And so I'm thinking maybe there's this like urban legend in the town of this place that if you bring a crew of people and you manage to survive five shifts at Freddy's, then you get so much fucking money or like you get like a wish granted or some shit like that. But <laughs> you have to like get to the very end. And if you die, then you're just dead. 
I, I like the idea of, of somehow there's a wish element. Yeah. <laughs> suddenly, in this. suddenly a genie pops up. There's just an animatronic Shenron. It's fine. Whoa. It's <laughs> a Dragon Ball. I like that. Yeah. No. And there's like, I, I the one thing I know about the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's is like when the first animatronic bit the kid and like killed a kid like back in the day, it was called like the bite of 83 or whatever. So there's <sighs> definitely like an item on the menu called the bite of 83. Right, right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it's like an 83 ounce like steak or something like that. Good I'm, God. I must be craving, I must be craving steak. Is that know. literally just a child? Like, is that one of the kids that died in this place? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> I did. So we're, Your idea. we're taking, this one's th- on you. We're taking this down some sort of like grim Hannibal, like <laughs> thing that I don't know that we need. I don't, I think this door needs to stay closed. You're right. Well, honestly, the five nights at Freddy's lore is pretty gruesome once you get into it. It's, it is, yeah. It gets pretty wild. There's like a dude that's inside of one of the animatronics and his like body is rotting away or whatever. Oh, like, yeah. There's like the that spirits of his rad. children in it. It is it is really cool when you like read it or whatever, but then you play the games and you're like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, or like, <laughs> oh, this is just an animated GIF with a scream on it. Got it. Okay. Pretty much. The Five Nights at Freddy's games proper are first person. So it doesn't really suit it well to like an overcooked style game, unless we're going to make the overcooked game uh, like first person slash in VR, like like Patches was saying. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, just overcooked in VR is scarier than any Five Nights at Freddy's concept (laughs) that I could come up with. Because you don't know where your partner's at. Your partner needs to be like behind or whatever they say in kitchens and stuff like that. I don't know. I just watched Chop Jr. You're just going to keep running into each other. And so maybe one time like you're, oh man, I'm just imagining you're playing this online and like the partner you're playing with like gets taken out by some weird bear or whatever. And then you turn around to like give your steak to them so that they can plate it. And like, it's, it's just that animatronic and you get killed. Like that's God. That's terrifying of me just being like, I hate that. I just being like, Cam, I got the steak ready. Cam, Cam, no. (laughs) And just like getting, Cam. And then just getting, where are you buddy? Totally fucking taken out by a weird, a weird animatronic from Five Nights at, at Fridays or whatever we're calling this. So we've now hit the point in the show where I want to fucking play this game and I'm mad it's not I know. Real. this. I'm all about this. Fuck. <laughs> As if Overcooked isn't stressful enough. Let's, right. let's throw in some killer animatronics. Let's literally murder people. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the idea of like, okay, like we're making desserts or like we're making the like... You know, we're making brownies for the like brownie Sunday thing. You open up the oven and like an animatronic <laughs> pops out or like balloon boy or like the weird marionette character right. or whatever, like pops out and kills you. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's going to be just like in the regular Five Nights at Freddy's games, there's going to be like an RNG like, you know, it's going to be kind of random as far as like. There isn't really a rhyme or reason of like, oh, if I, you know, if I just walk backwards to the plating area, then I won't like see the the animatronic. No, like there's no there's no safety. Like they'll come out of like the vent on top of the stove. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. They'll come out of the microwave and maybe like, you know, maybe they get pos- like your appliances get possessed. Like Patches, you were saying they steal the appliances. But what if like the appliances are like, you know, the animatronics themselves? <laughs> Um, so is this in the yeah, back? Yeah, I was thinking of the vents, though. For yeah, sure. yeah. Is this in the back of a Five Nights at Freddy's, or is this like, is is like, are we saying the lore of this is that the owner of Five Nights at Freddy's, or whatever the Freddy's the Freddy Fazbear's, that's what it's called, 
the mm-hmm. owner of that, they're going to try and just start a new restaurant without any sort of animatronics at all. But maybe it's just the curse of capitalism that's going to. <laughs> I mean, there is like a kitchen there, too. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they serve food at this place because it is like a Chuck E. Cheese. They got reused pizzas. I saw that. I saw that that YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's just a different part of the the uh, facility, I okay. guess. I, I mean, and then, yeah, they're still in the vents. I don't know why he would be there at night, though, because like the whole Five Nights at Freddy things where the animatronics right. come to life is because it's a security guard on the night shift and they keep going through them because either the guys quit or they right. die. So yeah. yeah, so it's a little bit incongruous to have it be like taking place during the day, but like maybe you're doing, you know, prep work or maybe like mm-hmm. maybe the um the animatronics are just getting so brazen that they are just roaming around during the day. And that mm-hmm. is the selling point of this restaurant. Hey, it's 2020. It's dystopia. Everybody is, you know, jaded as hell. I want to go to a restaurant where I might die. So these, I want to these... feel something. Let me feel, <laughs> yeah, exactly. please. Like, feel exactly, Cam. I want to fucking feel something. <laughs> Just let me feel anything, please. <laughs> and what I want to eat is an 83-ounce steak that is hinted at to be a child, apparently, <laughs> and then maybe die oh. from a... Uh, a, a animatronic chicken or something. <laughs> I think I animatronic think... fox is coming to get me. Yes, Foxy. Yep. This. Yep. Man, what a <laughs> fucked up. Like, I feel like Five Nights at Freddy's is one of those things that we could have made up on this show. It, totally. Yeah. And it would be less weird oh, yeah. than it is. <laughs> like Chuck E. Cheese, but scary is honestly fucking awesome. That kind of rules because it's already fucking terrifying. I mean, it's it's really like respectable though. Like the guy who did it just made it. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's yeah, wild dude. how yeah. small it started. <laughs> yeah, Dude's <absolutely>. killing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and 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 now he will kill you at five. <laughs> uh, what is it? TG? Are we, are we calling it TGI Freddy's? Are we calling it Five Shifts at Freddy's? We got to name this game. I so still like Five Shifts at Freddy's, but I'm open to other names. Yeah, that's pretty okay, good. Okay, we, maybe it's like Five Shifts at Freddy's colon the bite of <laughs> I don't know Five Shifts at Freddy's. <laughs> <is great. laughs> we can we can keep it there. We don't need to bring in the grim specter of a potentially dead child. We got room. We got to leave room for sequels. Exactly. You know, six shifts at Freddy's. <laughs> I mean, don't feel bad about the dead child because that well, you didn't do that. That was already existent. That's true. That, was, exactly. that was already there. Exactly. So don't feel bad. So we've made a hundred percent on Metacritic game yet again. The, the news, the news just came in. The game is perfect, and everybody loves it. So I think that's that's enough for this uh, this game, and we can take a break and come back at you with another brand new game. We're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never before seen game. Hit it, Cam. All right, we have a Banjo Kazooie game that is made by the Sonic team. That is incredibly political. The monkey's paw has curled its fingers and I have finally gotten my new Banjo-Kazooie game, but it is made by Sonic Team. Yes. And it is overtly political. I remember you had like a Twitter post the other day about how like you had like a monkey's paw proof wish, but this seems like I want another Banjo-Kazooie game, but now you're fucking getting it, Nate. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'm so, rubbing my face IRL right now. So okay. I, I think that something I really just want to rub salt in your wound here. Like, Do it. I, so I'm thinking that we have the character creation from Sonic Forces in this. So you're you're making a Banjo-Sona then? Yeah, you are. You're making <sighs> your own like Baron Bird Fursona style thing. This is chaotic already. <laughs> Knuckles chaotics. Uh, so <laughs> I like <laughs> the idea of making your own 
character in the Banjo-Kazooie verse is really interesting, especially if you need it to be a buddy thing. Like, yeah, mm. that is actually a really cool idea. You've got your Banjo's Kazooie, you've got your Yuka's Laylee, and like you can you can make other things like, oh, like it's an octopus and a dog in the backpack <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like that's what this How do you incorporate Sonic into that though? So it's it's made by the Sonic team. Oh no, are you gonna make me cross it over with Sonic 2? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Sonic Generations 2. Uh we ran out we ran out of good Sonic games, and so now we're just dipping into into cherished rare titles. I kind of like the idea of like Sonic Team at one point maybe just makes a Sonic game that's so good that people are just like, yeah, we trust you with our IP to do something with it, and they just get right. like a whole bunch at once. So this game also has like the duck hunt dog from fucking Smash bros and duck hunt but like that art and it's got like oh, sonic God. and tails in it and like just all of like the famous pairs in the in like platform history and they just ruin it okay that's so, what they do so you're saying this is a bad game <laughs> yes well i mean made by <laughs> yeah. sonic team was pretty evident of that nate right right so <laughs> i like the idea of make your own uh platforming buddies a lot yes yes and depending on what you choose, you can go at the levels in a different way. Like if I, if like I said, you got your main guy is a is an octopus, and he can climb up walls and go into small spaces and whatever. Uh, if you separate out, and then like he'll have like an owl in his backpack, and the owl can like help him fly or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, and then you know you also have your your you have your pre made uh, buddies of like Sonic and Tails. You've got uh banjo kazooie maybe you got ukulele and you're saying like throughout like this is i'm a saying like ratchet and clanks in here whoa like, like oh, jack and whoa. daxter are in here but not like edgelord jack from two and three like happy-go-lucky jack from the first one like oh, here okay. we go with the jack and daxter Fucking yeah i mean full disclosure cam talked at me for about 20 minutes about jack and daxter I did. <laughs> before this episode happened so <laughs> we gotta we gotta turn that water faucet off before the bathroom floods here turn the water faucet. so i like I, I do like the idea of this game a lot but then at the same time i know that it will suck and then it'll mm -hmm. also suck distinctly because it's going to be overtly political yes and that's very important and by that, I guess I should clarify. I almost forgot about that part. Right. Yeah. We should clarify that. Like, that's in the robot, not as a thing of just like, oh, this is an SJW game. No, no, no. This is this is like <laughs> this is like a game where it, it's going to like make you cringe because of how heavy handed and ham fisted and like whatever. a Kojima style political statement. Right. As yeah. opposed mm -hmm. to like an actual like something with depth and like isn't just like. Hey, maybe you like like more of a David Cage and not of like somebody like an actual writing team. Yeah, I think there's a hidden there's a hidden ending in Metal Gear Solid Five where Snake turns to the camera and says, "Nuclear weapons are bad." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> um, but it's it's gonna be that kind of a thing where you're like, "Yeah, I get it. It's good to recycle or whatever, like <laughs> or whatever whatever this game's message is gonna be." Maybe it is recycling because that's pretty much what Sonic Team does uh, is they recycle. Oh, holy shit. There it is. Is they recycle. Sorry, that's a little bit spicier than I intended it to be. There it is. There it is. So We're here. Maybe there's pollution and maybe Sonic and Tails are in some sort of tar pit that you need to rescue them from and that's why you can't play as Sonic immediately. Like maybe you earn 
all these different things. Like maybe, maybe it, I, I'm, my hands are up in the air right now. Maybe in this game, <laughs> maybe in this game, they're talking about capitalism infecting uh, the games industry or something like that. And yes. like all of these games characters are uh, tied up in like, you know, pollution. That's a metaphor for copyright law and right. and capitalism and things like that. And you have to go rescue them with your um, buddy Sona. What are we calling this? Like uh, who the fuck we, knows? we need to have, <laughs> we need to define some things. So this is going to be a Banjo Kazooie game. Um, so what that means to me is that it's going to control like Banjo Kazooie where you have, yeah, you have abilities that one, one side of the buddy can do and abilities that the other one can do. And you earn more abilities as time goes on. But like I was saying, maybe you sort of like tackle different obstacles in different ways, whether oh, I'm going to fly or I'm going to climb or I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, dig or whatever it's going to be. Um, I like that. Cam, where do you think this, this, this overtly political plot is going to go? So I, you you kind of touched on a little bit about how like they could be going to like the different areas of like the game industry. Okay. So I was thinking that maybe it's sort of like uh like a Super Mario 64 thing where you have like maybe paintings or like something that you like jump into and it like takes you out to the world of that game and you're like okay. solving, I don't know, fucking racism or something. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh like or like maybe somebody has to. Yeah, somebody right? <laughs> somebody has to and it's going to be Sonic team that's going to get us there. Oh my god. Yeah, they're going to be like, look at all the different races that Sonic hangs out with and he's not an asshole. Right. Like, right. Oh no. God, like I could see Ratchet and Clank also getting into like some racism with like different alien races, like maybe Jack and Daxter gets into like fucking imperialism or some shit. Like I don't oh. fucking know. Games are okay. bad. Why are we doing this show? So, okay. So <laughs> What's what's interesting, and I had the idea um, for is you know you have your you know bear and bird combo of Banjo Kazooie, but like modern games have like iconic buddies as well. Like maybe yeah. maybe uh, maybe Kratos and Atreus, like you unlock them yeah. as like, <laughs> or you know like Joel and Ellie, like uh, a Banjo. I knew that was coming at some point. Yeah. A Banjo <laughs> a Banjo Kazooie game where it's Joel. <laughs> And Ellie in a backpack <laughs> on his back. <laughs> oh shit! And you're moving pallets around and moving <laughs> ladders and shit. Joel just runs up and like shiv somebody. <laughs> and he goes, you're, just like, you're just like you're just like. Oh man! And like uh, Kratos and Atreus, like you rescue them, and it's something, 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 something about capitalism. That's cool. Yeah, um, like a religion thing or some shit. Oh, and like you can have like different combos of characters. Like, what if you have like you have Samus and like Mega Man on her back? Like, I think that's hilarious. <laughs> like, you could combine different characters and different animals, like Pikachu and Fox, or something like that. Or you know, Link and I don't know, Clank. Who else. Link and Clank. Link and Clank. <laughs> Link and Clank. <laughs> that's a good one. What are we gonna name this? That. What are we gonna name this game? So we we have like our our in general, like plot and setup and basic mechanics. I think we can flesh out mechanics and levels and stuff, but we can also, we, we also need a, a name for this game. This great, fantastic 10 out of 10 game that we're I making. don't even know where to begin. On <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> a name to be completely honest. I, I do appreciate the, the idea though, of the, the politics and like recycling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it could potentially have a hot take on like, you know, polluting the oceans and how dangerous 
dangerous we we are to the world. Yeah, absolutely. And how the animals are in danger. Echo the dolphins okay. in this game for sure. It's a Sega game. We can do that. That's my soapbox. I'm off now. <laughs> no, I, like full full disclosure. Patches and I are both vegans, so you know we're we're, yes. all, we're on that we're on that level together. But um, yeah, I I think that. Oh man, I'm just thinking about Echo the Dolphin and how there's never been a good Echo the Dolphin game since like the <laughs> Sega. Man, okay. Anyway, we need to na- we need to name this game. It's gonna be it's gonna be like Sonic colon Social Justice Warriors or something like. <laughs> oh that. Oh my god, it sounds like a Marvel. I like that we're already very much presenting this as like I could see this being an actual Banjo Kazooie game and that it has nothing really to do with Banjo Kazooie. Oh shit! So you know, <laughs> not bitter. That's fine. Banjo Kazooie Double Dash. That's the name. Fuck Whoa, it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> How are you all so good at naming these damn things? I'm. I mean, the secret is we're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just like spouting random bullshit. Yeah, that name. That name is from a different game that already <laughs> exists. So, but I do like Banjo Kazooie Double Dash a lot, and maybe as the ultimate insult to injury. Banjo and Kazooie are the last ones that you unlock because you just want to play as Banjo and Kazooie again in a platformer oh, for fuck's sake for the first time since uh, since the N64. You want to play as Banjo Kazooie and you earn them and then you get credits immediately. Damn. You can't you can't play as them at all, yeah. <laughs> or you or you can play as them, but it's in the car. Oh no! Or you can play as them, but it handles like a 3D Sonic game. Ah, monkey's paw. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the worst. And like, maybe like you get them in the car, but the car makes so much pollution and it's so bad, Ooh. you guys. Pollution's bad. Did you guys know that? <laughs> <laughs> but then Joel and Ellie fly in and, and hit uh, Banjo-Kazooie's car with yeah. a, a a ladder. And uh, then... It wasn't blank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, so Banjo-Kazooie Double Dash, is this going to be for modern consoles or is this like, are we making this for, you know, the Wii U? Are we making this for N64? What are we doing? This clusterfuck definitely sounds like a Wii U game. I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so we could, I love the Wii U so much, but it is, <laughs> its controller is a Fisher-Price nightmare of a thing to hold. Oh my God. And... I, I really like the potential of like, oh, you can switch out your buddies. Like you come to uh, like a big gap and it's like, oh, I need to get Bulbasaur as my buddy. So I'm going to drag Bulbasaur onto the backpack portion and we use Vine Whip and get across the uh, we get across the gap. So I'm kind of into the idea Damn. of making it even more terrible. And you control one buddy <laughs> with the Wiimote and the other with the whole ass gamepad. pad. <laughs> oh, no. Independent controls of each yeah. buddy. God, you really don't want me to have this banjo because I don't. <laughs> I don't. This is God. why we can't have nice things. This is I know. Exactly why. I just need to feel something, and I only get it from taking <laughs> it away from you. <laughs> Damn it. Well, okay. So banjo kazooie uh, colon double dash. Uh, we made our there second one hundred percent perfect game of the day. Uh, so that's going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But first, let's go over some patch notes. This is where Cam is going to go through some listener-submitted ideas to be fed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at the NES Pod or posting in our Patreon. Cam, what do we got this week? This week, we have added the following to the machine. Uh, funnily enough, Jack and Daxter is now in the machine, <laughs> which is thunkin'? hilarious. Yeah, right. Uh, we also added StarCraft, which should be fun. And mm-hmm. in the style of a cruising game was submitted by Type Faisu on Twitter. 
Uh, so that brings our potential game total to 26,827,776 probably bad video games. Three of them are good, I promise. Uh, at least three. <laughs> Patches, thank you so much for guesting today. Where can people hear slash see more of you? Oh, thank you so much. I had such a good time. Um, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at Patches Plays. That's where I'm typically posting the most and complaining the most it's a good time <laughs> also instagram at patches plays games and then we'll see what happens with the whole youtube and the Kappa situation but right now i'm on youtube <laughs> right uh, youtube.com slash patches plays games again just follow me on twitter i'll, I'll have to keep y'all updated with that one but uh if you want to check out the podcast it is play more games it is available on all podcast platforms uh but just check out soundcloud.com slash play more games podcast yeah that's where you guys can find me so thanks everybody for listening today remember if you want bonus episodes early episodes shout outs or access to the robot yourself check out our patreon the link is in the description. If you don't have any cash to throw our way, we'd really appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please consider leaving a positive review because it really does actually help us out. Patreon shoutouts for this week include the nanobiologist Andrew Feisner, Alec Bobko, Erica Scherer, Miss Shelby Ray, DK42, Colin McCasey, Sammy Valuri, Mikey Phillips, and Patrick McPherson. I can be found at at TwoHeadedGiant on Twitter. And I can be found at at TheCamdyMan. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always... Love can't save you, Padme. Only my new powers can do that. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs>